You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Brand Brothers Turbo. Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White, and with me is my co-host, Todd Stark. I'm the brand new co-host. Well, the old co-host coming back from your uh, micro-hiatus. I feel like Chris Hardwick. Well, you weren't fired. You just, you were on vacation. Yeah, but... You are on vacation. That's what I would call it if I got fired, though. What, going on vacation? Just go on vacation. (laughs) No, you you were just on vacation. How was your vacation? I went and seen the mouse. How was that? He was... I really didn't see him. I mean, he was, from far away. I saw him. He looked okay. He was dancing, you know. Mm-hmm. But Disney World was cool. I went to one of the coolest damn water parks ever. I Which spit was a little bit right there. Sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, it was called Typhoon Lagoon. Typhoon Lagoon. They I don't had, think I've heard of that. Um, okay, you know, you've been to a wave park, right? Yes. Okay, got the little waves you bob in. Mm-hmm. Every so often, you hear bush, and a ten-foot wave comes out. Oh, nice. Fucking thing hit me so hard. I thought it turned my eyelids inside out. I like I grabbed. I felt my eyes. I literally thought they were turned inside out. Mm-hmm. And I was holding Peyton, and I looked at her, and she was giving me this fish face. And luckily, this was at, towards the end of the day at the water park, right? Because she got out of the out of the water, got a life jacket on, and didn't go in above knee deep. I'm like, you really don't need the life jacket. <laughs> but I had a good time. Good. What about you? What did you do while I was gone? Uh, well, I continued the podcast. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm sure you know that we have a we second co-host now. Yeah. Uh, she would be here with us today, but uh, our, our schedules didn't quite line up. So she'll, she'll be around for John. anybody who's... She'll be our, our you know, where John kind of was, but on a more frequent basis who won't disappear. <laughs> John, I think when John got married, he really got married. I thought that I could sway him a little to come mm-hmm. back. No, he he, he he was gone. So we can pretend like John had a sex change. Right. But, nah. We'll call her Janita. Janita. <laughs> I don't think she's going to like that very much. I'm just going to call her Janita. Okay. Let's well, you, you, when she's on next time with you, I'd love to see how that goes. Yeah, I'll try. Okay. Yeah, definitely try Thank that. God she's not like in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually say a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm sure she'll try to punch you through. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, you played Spider-Man. I did. Is that what you're still playing? Uh, well, no. I mean, I I, I platinum Spider Man. I want 100, percent and I really do want to play Spider Man more. But I don't really have anything I can do. I'm sure I can do other things. Like I, I was telling you about the secret uh, yeah. photo ops. Mm-hmm. I could probably go back and do that, um, but I just haven't done it yet. Uh, kind of waiting on the DLC, which yeah. I, I might do that when I do that, just so I have something extra to do. Right. But since I've actually been playing uh, King's Quest, King's Quest um, that's the episodic. Yeah, it was episodic. I think it was done by Sierra Interactive, mm-hmm. and it's a really fun game. I mean, I, I played it once before, and this is like months ago. I remember, and it was just like a. Fr- I think I think I've got episode one for free. I don't remember how I got it for yeah, free. Yeah, it was a PlayStation Plus. So it was a plus. Yes. Okay, so I got that for free, and I thought, all right, I'll I'll try it out. I kind of went through it, and I was like, this is kind of fun. I wouldn't mind playing the rest of them, but mm-hmm. I never took the initiative to go out and buy them. 
they had a sale one day for for all of them for whatever was left and i said all right i'm gonna go ahead and plop down the money here mm-hmm. and i just decided after spider-man there was a lot of action to that i said i want something simple and easy going a little bit more I don't want to say more story-driven because Spider-Man was too, but right. I don't know, a little bit more story-focused versus action-focused. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm playing that. I'm, I'm probably on episode two now. Right. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm really loving it. I love the humor in it. I love the writing. Uh, the humor is, like, they do a lot of puns, but there's also some subtle humor in there that I think would go over a lot of people's heads. Right. Like, there was a joke... And I really wish I could remember what it was specifically. But all I know is I walked up on these two knights that were sitting next, like sitting uh, at the castle gates and just having a a talk. Mm -hmm. And if you listen to their conversation, they were reciting song lyrics as a conversation. (laughs) Because when I heard like the chorus part of their conversation, I was like, that's a song. What song? That's what I can't remember. If I if I could remember what song it was, but it was just lyrics from a song, and I was like, I know that's oh okay, ha, that's well, good, that's it. clever. That's where the song came from. So, but it was just little things like that that they do in the game that I really enjoy. A, a lot of little winks and nods and things like that. But uh, no, that's what I'm playing right now. Um, what are you even playing? Uh, Spider Man. Spider Man. As soon as I got back from vacation, I mean, I played a little before I left. And I just the whole time on vacation, I'm, I couldn't quit thinking about it. Like, because I, I mean, it's an awesome game. Yeah. You know, it's just swinging around the city. That's just a satisfying feeling. It is. And I've never, I've never played a Spider-Man where I felt like they got it that that right. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't know what it is that they, I, I feel like it's just how he swings. Because even if you go back to, and I, I feel like the only game that really is comparable is Treyarch's version of spider-man 2 like mm-hmm. the movie adaptation right. i know there have been others since but it's like they all copped out to the oh he's just swinging into the air attaching right. it to something and swinging and whatever and you just kind of accept that here oh, yeah, it genuinely feels like you have to have something nearby right they did that they created that physics in that in that game that you have to have something nearby mm-hmm. and but there again, like you said, there's something to how they present it that just feels more alive and vibrant. Right. You know how he's swinging, the motions of how he's swinging. Yeah. He could be his poses hanging on like this. He can be kind of twisting and turning. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, just, I, it hit me like when I got to Central Park, mm-hmm. and I had, I guess, kind of catapulted myself over it. With, yeah. You know, like you hit X, and he'll kind of kind of zip line a little mm-hmm. bit i did that and i, I kept hitting lt's like well shit i'm gonna hit the ground there's nothing here to do it but as he got lower he started hitting the trees so mm-hmm. you were swinging low and i thought man that's that's pretty awesome because you know i figured it was going to cop out like every yeah. one of them did you're going to have something you can attach to but you didn't I, I, the first time i fell right into the middle of it and then i realized well okay and i can go on the trees Mm-hmm. Something about that, it, like he's like I said, is just it's awesome. The combat is great. Yeah, it feels sure. like Batman, but there's a there's a overall all element that just yeah. it's beyond what Batman ever yeah. was. It's uh, if you well, me and you talked about this the other day. If you played Batman, you're gonna get killed mm-hmm. because it's not the same. It's 
it's just got the same idea, I believe. You know, like kind of, they got the same background as, as far as, okay, well, here's the fighting is like this. And then when you get your spider sense, you want to parry. But I found like zip lining to people instead of parrying works better mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. You know? I guess there's a couple of different ways you can do it. I love how there are just so many combat options. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're taking guns away from guys, right. you're webbing them up, you're swing kicking, air flipping, sliding under them. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Grabbing whatever's around you. Uh-huh. Webbing them to wall. I mean, to, webbing them to the walls is awesome too. There's, there's just so many options that, as long as you know what you're doing, and I think that's what makes it so satisfying, is all these options can be incorporated into an entire fight. Mm-hmm. So you're never doing essentially the same moves twice. Hypothetically, I feel like that. Yeah, you're just you're constantly moving. Go 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 go, and take them out, and it just feels like the most satisfying fight mm-hmm. of your life. More so than Batman. I feel like Batman was a point your stick in the right direction and hit square. He's going to go attack that guy, mm. and it did it. It worked, but it it didn't work as good as Spider Man. No, they you know, they feels, they improved on yeah. what had been done in the past. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, it, it's fantastic. All right, you want to get into some news? Let's do it because there's a lot of news. There is some news. I'm some uh, sad news. First, first thing we got to talk about is a Telltale game shutting down, man. That breaks my heart. And it's just, you know, there was there was an early word that came through that it was just massive layoffs in the company, and then it was no more than an hour later, if that, that mm-hmm. they just they released a statement said the whole company was shut down. So that meant, you know, all the franchises they were working with, Wolf Among Us Two and Stranger <laughs> Things, got shut down, and it was even confirmed today, which when we're recording. Obviously, it should be out there in the world by now. Final season of The Walking Dead is is done. It's canceled, so there will not be any more episodes. That's not fair. And episode two was about to come out, right? Yeah, they So does that mean that it's coming out still? And then, because they never clarified that. I don't know. Because it was there. It was done. I don't know. know. See, I think this is the, the thing is you work with a lot of licensed properties like that Mm -hmm. that's gonna eat into a lot of your money and you know it's funny you say that we're we're, we'll talk about a little bit later i felt like and i did this by sheer coincidence so something we're going to be talking about later in the show um i feel like this is almost like a lesson not learned that has happened in the past and you'll understand what i mean later but it's kind of ironic that i've chose the topic that i did so but um yeah, I, I honestly feel like that the fact that The Walking Dead is not getting to be finished is a travesty. Yeah. Because you've got all these people who paid for the season passes. They're going to have to refund their money or something. Yep. And that's a story that was so close to being done. No, damn it. Finish it because I was waiting to buy it till a couple came out. Because I like to play a couple episodes at a time. Cause I, right. Because the story is so good, I don't want to stop. And, and, you know, would it have mattered if we'd... Uh, bought it because no. i think i think my biggest question is what happened it's, like i had no idea they were in dire straits i had i've maybe. been one of those proponents to buy the season pass early on right and maybe the last two i didn't but it wasn't to any fault of them like i didn't do that for the second season of batman right i didn't do it for this it's not that i didn't have the interest it was just like well i'll just i gotta get around to it i just got so much going on 
was that possibly one of the factors that maybe people just didn't jump on board like they should have or what you know um i don't think okay with that game with walking dead mm-hmm. i know they had physical releases but i feel like the physical releases were always later on am i right uh, yes, it was usually after the full release, like by episode five, whatever mm-hmm. was going to be ending, when it came out, the the physical release would come out. See, I don't, I think that shows right there that even as good as that game is and as good as that studio is, mm-hmm. digital not, is not fully, you know, supported yet. Yeah. And it shows it. And you're paying your money up front for license like The Walking Dead and Stranger Things. So you think about everything they did was licensed. So yeah. they had to be paying out the ass for all these licenses and then not no return on them until maybe the end, you know. Mm-hmm. When, definitely getting more for the physical release than you probably were for the you know the digital. Yeah. Because more people can get their hands on it. Now, my big question at this juncture is do these games still exist? Like, like I said that I didn't get to see Batman Season 2. Right. Would I be able to go get that right now or in the future? Or right. is it going to be pulled from the store and I can't, I can't purchase that's it? That's what I was wondering because I would like to just at least play the very first episode of The Walking Dead. Yeah. And is it gone? Sure. I mean, and, if, if the studio is gone, then are the games going with it? I, hate, I would hate that. Because I still want to try them. I know there's probably going to be physical discs out there to get uh, on used store shelves or whatever. But it's it's mind-boggling, to be honest. But yeah. I think you're, you're on to something about the licensing. Again, what we'll be talking about later, I guarantee it's the same. It's a lesson not learned. Right. So, um, you know, I hate, to, I hate to see it go. And I'm hoping that at least something can come of... Clementine story, maybe right. a comic just to finish it. Because I, I know it won't be the same, but maybe uh-huh. at least you can tell whatever whatever angle they were going to go for. Right. Just put it in a comic book, one shot, That's and something. be done with it. I'm know? invested in her. You yeah. know what I mean? I want to know. I want to know where you were going. For, you know, uh, oh, what's her name that plays Clementine? Oh, uh, Melissa Hutchinson. Yeah, I yeah. went blank. Yeah. Um, she really loved playing Clementine. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell it when we seen her at PAX. Yeah, and to, and for this to be yeah. the way it goes the down, way it goes. Yeah, that's oh, terrible. Yeah, it's just sad. And I know, Telltale man, like they did those games. Nobody else did games like that. No, like, even when they tried to do games like that, they messed them up. Mm-hmm. There's, there's very few people that do games like that that do it that good. Mm-hmm. And see, yeah. even like something like where I was talking about King's Quest has the, that flavor to it, mm-hmm. but it's not the same. Right. You know, it's just there's similarities. But it's it's not like that by any means. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they do it in a very structured way that's unique to them. Yeah, and they had just redone their engine, mm-hmm. everything. So I don't know. I hate it. Uh, but uh, I guess we'll move on like the rest of the world. <laughs> I'm mourning. I'm going to be mourning for this yeah, week. I'll own up until outbreak day on the 26th. Mm-hmm. We'll go ahead and, and mention that because I I didn't write that down. What is outbreak day? That's the day for uh, when The Last of Us, apparently September 26th, was in the game when the outbreak started. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this week uh, I've seen they're going to have, like, well, they released today pictures of a theme. Mm-hmm. They usually put a theme out. And I don't know. They put some other things out, too. Mm-hmm. So September 26th, 
Keep it on your radar. There you go. If you Maybe love they'll the walk- release like a deep. real virus. I almost said The Walking Dead. Son of a bitch. Uh, you got it on your Last brain. of Us. The Last of Us. There you go. The Walking Last of Us. And the Walking Last. Clickers. <laughs> All right. Uh, next bit of news we got is last week we mentioned that uh, Belgium's anti-loot box laws went into effect. Left companies like 2K Games begging players to fight back on their behalf because you want loot boxes in your games. And then you got other companies like EA just refusing to comply altogether because I guess that's what you do when you're Mm -hmm. a company like EA. Anyway, it seems that their efforts are going to be much harder in the near future as 15 different gambling regulators have teamed up to take a stand against loot boxes and any third-party sites that promote gambling. Now, most of the regulators come from European countries. However, Washington State actually is part of that as well. Now, their goal is to crack down on these shady practices by certain video game companies to ensure that in-game loot boxes do not constitute gambling of any kind. But since this is a developing situation, we'll see if they're successful in due time or not. But how can they even do anything like that here in the U.S. when gambling is legal? Well, I think that's why it's only Washington State. (laughs) Maybe they they have a... I don't know what their gambling laws are. If anyone you know, li- listens it's yeah. from Washington, please let us know. I actually, I, I think I got that wrong. I think it's uh, just like sports betting is legal is what I'm thinking of. Okay. I think the Supreme Court or somebody had hmm. ruled on there, that. There are lines in the sand to gambling. Yeah, right. You know. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm curious to see how this goes because there are some companies that don't have to worry about it. They're just like, okay, well, we don't do loot boxes right. anyway, so it's no yeah. big deal. No big deal. But I didn't realize how bad it was until I think I was watching a Jim Sterling video over mm-hmm. 2K, and then you start looking at 2K, like the NBA game they put out and mm-hmm. all that stuff, and just the loot box systems in each one, and I'm sitting there going, they seriously do this? Right. And I just I didn't realize, but because I don't play them, but... It's just insane. That's the same way with with EA and Madden. Mm-hmm. You know, those packs you buy, those are loot boxes. And just, why? Well, yeah. I know why, but, Because yeah. people will pay 99 cents. If mm-hmm. you get a million people to pay 99 cents, you get a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I mean, they can get away with it, whatever. Yeah. All right, what else we got? Um, hang on a second. I lost my, my headset. I'm still talking. I'm I'm fumbling around for it. <laughs> it looks you look you're keeping oh, your cold. Oh wait a second! I'm in the wrong spot. You see what happened was it came out of your headset up here. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. All right. See now I can hear myself. Now it's better. Now I know what's going on. Now yeah. You're in the, I'm going to leave this in too for all these people wondering what the hell's going on. Yeah, that's okay. Just so okay. you. All right. Uh, with Activision recently announcing that uh, Guitar Hero Live is going to be ending. You know, all of his live services and whatnot. Uh, they're going to shut it down by the end of the year. Most uh, really weren't surprised because the game, as far as I know, didn't sell that I much. I thought they already shut it down. <laughs> but there is uh, an avid fan who's so upset that he is filing a lawsuit against Activision. The fan in question's name is Robert Fischel, and he states in his lawsuit that the product was sold with false advertising, saying that the game promoted the ability to play indefinitely. He also added that Guitar Hero TV Network was never the always-on video network that it claimed to be. 
However, in regards to his claims, the game has always presented a disclaimer stating that there was no guarantee of the availability of online play or its features and that Activision could modify and discontinue all services without notice. I'm pretty sure every video game that has online has that very same statement somewhere here in the yeah, so license agreement. I, I have a feeling this is going to be thrown out like yeah, immediately. He's going to be out at court costs and a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing I've got is the Chinese government has recently been cracking down on video game addiction in the country, which I didn't realize it was as rampant as it was, uh, saying that it's actually reached dangerous levels. That's because that blue whale game, right? What, yeah, I would imagine. But anyway, one step that they have uh, taken as part of these regulations to uh, try to bring these levels down is they've actually banned Twitch. What? Mm-hmm. They said even other sites like YouTube have also been banned. Anything that shows or promotes gaming in any way. However, <laughs> Steam is still available. <laughs> so I don't I don't understand why the one service that gives you games to play is still available, but yet those that just showcase them are banned. <sighs> so I'm not quite sure why that is, but uh, there is currently no word on whether this ban is temporary or permanent. so yeah, They've been addicted to gaming before we were. Hmm. I mean, they're big PC players there. And I mean, like, they they do a lot of that over there. What's that game they play? Uh, Star, Starcraft? What's that game? Is that is it called? Starcraft? I, think, I feel like I know they play some kind of game like that. Might be. I don't big know. time. You yeah. know, like it's... <laughs> that's where most of the world champions came from at, at one <laughs> time. It remember, sounds. It sounds like that would be. I right. remember seeing it on HBO. Like they house these people and they play there and they just. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. And they pay them. You know, depending on how good they are. Could be. Uh, the next thing I've got is Sony announced the upcoming release of the PlayStation Classic, mm-hmm. a mini version of their original console that were released on December third for the low, low price of ninety nine ninety nine. Too much. The uh, system is said to include 20 classic titles. However, only five that I have seen have been announced. That's it. I looked. I could not find the list. You've got Tekken 3, Jumping Flash, Wild Arms, uh, R4 Ridge Racer, Type 4, and Final Fantasy 7. Right. And I only know two. Wild Arms sounds familiar. Wild Arms, uh, they re- just released it again on the PlayStation Store. I don't know. What is, was that a Western game like or something? A, I feel like it's a Western. Uh, I don't know why. I, uh, like a futuristic Western for some reason? So, hold on. Let me look. Okay. So uh, the console will come with an HDMI port and two classic wired controllers. Uh, there's actually even been a report that Japan is going to receive different games than the U.S. But the big question is, what are the other 15 games? What do you think the other 15 would even be? I think they'll have a lot of... Um, like JRPGs that we don't have, probably. Yeah, because you know back then, like they got games we didn't get. Now, we can we all get the same games. It seems like. But but why are they not releasing the other fifteen? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just I I'm, don't know. I'm really I have curious. No clue. Maybe they don't even know what's going to be on there yet. Then why announce it? Why announce it? Because it's coming. <sighs> I know. I've heard rumors of GT uh, or Gran Turismo Two, mm-hmm. which would be a big game. Yeah, you know, because I played it. That was probably the one I played the most. Um, of course, Tekken Three is a big one. I knew a lot of people like that game. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think what 
don't even remember anything I played on PlayStation 1. I could understand a PlayStation 2 Mini. You know what I mean? That was such a yeah. big deal then. But. I mean, but they're, they're jumping on that nostalgia bandwagon. Yeah. And I really feel like they could just do that on the store, yeah. you know, just release a bundle pack and... Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't really, I really feel think, like you need that that console. I think people want the little console, and that's what they're really selling. Yeah, I suppose but, so. It's just it's not for me. No, I'm not paying ninety nine dollars for it. No. You put it at fifty nine ninety nine, like the Nintendo Classic. I possibly think about it. Yeah. But I didn't really like the PlayStation One all that much. Yeah. I so. got more into gaming during the PlayStation Two. Now I had a PlayStation One, but well see the other part of it that that boggles my mind with these mini classics is you're promoting games that people can already buy right you know like final fantasy 7 yep. it's like okay i can get that right now in hd on the on the store on the store so why am i going to buy this thing to play it you know in non hd right so i don't i don't get it but uh, you ready for some quickets? Quickets. I'm always right. ready. I haven't had quickets in a while. All right. Well, I got quite a few. Good. Uh, YouTube recently integrated its gaming channel into the main site, meaning it's no longer a separate entity. So YouTube Gaming is now part of YouTube. Just YouTube. Yeah. Well, hello, welcome. Which it should have been. That was all. Welcome to YouTube. Uh, EDF Five, that's Earth, Earth Defense, Defense Force Board. for the uninitiated, will release in North America on December 11th. Are you excited? A little bit. I would like to try it. I would like to, to I had it check and I it never out. it. Well, I think uh, I don't know. You, it's good to play with friends, and obviously you've got <laughs> internet. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm talk about that. I'm fixing to go. I'm I'm gonna try something. Okay. I'm gonna try a, a hotspot through Straight Talk, and I heard they have unlimited okay. data, and it's true unlimited. Like this comes from somebody that has it. Mm-hmm. There's no slowdown. Okay. There's no contract, so it costs sixty bucks for the box, fifty five a month. If it works, it works. If it don't, I'm out that money. Yeah, but but there's no contract. I'm out the sixty bucks. And but at least it's it's worth trying. It's worth trying because that's still the same price I paid for internet now. So yeah, ninety one so, freaking dollars for fifteen gigabytes. At least something that's halfway reliable yeah. would be worth it. Yep. Uh, there was a new trailer for Devil May Cry 5, mm-hmm. uh, showcased some gameplay. We even got a deluxe edition that featured exclusive gear like Mega Man's Mega Buster. Are you happy about that? Uh, well, if I loved the Devil May Cry series more, then I would probably be all over it. I mean, it's interesting. I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah. But am I going to go out and buy the game because of that now? No. no. It's just, it was cool. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Uh, speaking of which, there was a new video of Mega Man 11 that introduced Tundra Man, mm. which is the new uh, boss. L- little boss guy. Mm. Robot master, as they're called. What, what, what was his power? Uh, throwing tundras or something? I don't know. I'm sure you he's a water-based tundras, enemy. Yeah. <laughs> he drives a tundra. So, I don't know. Uh, Final Fantasy musician Nobu Uematsu who's done all these scores, I'm almost positive, for all the Final Fantasy, plus more. Uh, he actually announced that he's going to be on a hiatus because he's got some health concerns. That so sucks. he's taking a break. Yeah. Hate that. I'd hate to, to see anything happen to him. He's, he's written some classic composures. He's fantastic. A uh, limited edition physical copy of the game Stay is coming to the PS Vita in October. Yeah. So I if still you want to... 
physical copy of it. You can get that. You still haven't got a copy? No, I haven't got the game yet. No, Why? I, I thought I've you been playing it. Spider-Man. But you can get it and have it waiting for you. Yeah, I know. But, like, the thing is, my internet sucks. <sighs> it's true. Well, see, <laughs> by the time you're done, it will have finished downloading. <laughs> or you can just get this physical copy, Yeah. and then you don't have to worry about it. Well, I, I just went through and deleted a bunch of stuff to mm-hmm. get Spider-Man on there. So I'm afraid I would have to delete something else. And yeah. I don't want to go through that right now. All right. But I'm getting the game. Okay, That's good. one game I want to play. You need to support it. Uh, THQ Nordic has acquired the Alone in the Dark franchise. Yeah, I heard that. They've got all kinds of franchises now. Mm-hmm. There's rumors like they're working on like 20 games. Hmm. Alone in the Dark. I feel like, did I play that maybe? Was, was, that, on, was that on the Wii? Maybe? I feel was like... Was it a terrible game? Because I don't remember it no, being... No, I feel like it was... Hold on, let me, let me see. If it, I got to see. Wild a, Arms. By the way, uh, no, I don't know. yeah, doesn't doesn't. It, look. it was PlayStation One. Nobody knows what that is. There's a few people. Mm. There's like five of them. Yeah. Um, Alone in the Dark. Alone in the Dark. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know. I think this is different than what I thought. Well, I just don't remember being all that impressed with it. I don't remember why. I just, I wasn't impressed. Uh, well, while you're looking that up, Rockstar announced Red Dead Online. Okay, that's good. But this, the movie, this is what you're thinking of. There was a movie with mm-hmm. Christian Slater in it. Remember, there was Monsters in the Dark. I never saw it, but wasn't that an Uwe Boll movie? <laughs> Did what? Wasn't that an Uwe Boll movie? Stephen Dorr. No, what? No, that's the guy that was in it. Let me see. No, who's the it? director? Yeah, let me see who the director is. Was it? Uve Bowl. Oh, that guy, that douchebag? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a real douchebag. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Director. He's a gap tooth and a bald head. Oh, yeah, that's him, yeah. Told that's you. <laughs> that is the guy. Uh-huh. So what do you think of Red Dead Online, if you had online? I believe that would be fun, depending on what they do. Yeah. Like, could you play the game with people? Because that was what I always wanted to do with the old game. Like, you could get online, and, and the I guess the lobby was the map. Pretty mm-hmm. much, you're waiting to get into online games. You were running around. You could do, um, oh, what were like? You couldn't really rob a bank, but you had like gang hideouts. That's what mm-hmm. I'm thinking of. You could go bust a hideout up. They got old though, you know. They yeah. just all of a sudden appeared in a barn here and there. And if you let me play the game with somebody like co-op, that would be cool. Yeah. Or maybe I think like a battle royale would be cool and something like you know that. Yeah, big old western. Yeah, you go out and the bandits and whatnot. Yeah. You just Should ride up to us. Everybody's got to ride to a certain spot, you know, mm-hmm. on the map. Maybe could be know. interesting. Uh, well, speaking, I know we mentioned the Vita a moment ago. Uh, the PS Vita is going to be discontinued in 2019. Yeah, that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sony actually also uh, put a patent on some motion sickness technology for the VR. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting ready to hear about a PSVR too. Think so? Yeah, it's gonna be wireless. And be injured? That'd be good. That'd be nice. That would be so nice. Yeah, that's that's one of the drawbacks mm-hmm. of what we have right now, but still awesome. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Uh, the Phoenix Wright trilogy is coming to the PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Did you shit the bed? When I you found did. That? I was like, I finally, I don't have to worry about having my 3DS anymore to play one of my favorite franchises. Yeah. I think you, can, so, you can just go trade it in. And it looked so good. I mean, like they polished it and made mm-hmm. it look just crisp and clean and nice. I might actually try it out because I enjoyed the, the little bit that I played of the first I one. think you should because you'll have the first three games 
And then I'm kind of hoping that if it sells well, that means they're going to just bring the rest of them over. Right. Because, I, I mean, they, 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 they even took, again, I don't know how redone these are. Like, are they adding new animations to them or did they just gloss up the, the graphics oh, yeah. or anything like that to make them look more polished? But as they kind of went on and the technology progressed, the characters became more animated, more fluid, and they even added voice acting, stuff like that. I think it would be cool if they do that here, but I doubt it. But still, I'm just I'm excited that they're going to be there and I get to play yeah. them again. So, uh, yay. I saw yay. that this morning. Uh, <laughs> the Sega Genesis Mini got delayed to 2019. Oh, the PlayStation Classic just jacked that up. Yeah, they're just like, oh, Damn. what? We should have been on the market. Told you we should have had Altered Beast. Which they should have. Uh, development for Bayonetta 3 for the Nintendo Switch is moving forward, according to Platinum Games. I think it should. Yeah. I've heard that's one of their better-selling ones. I'd like to play it. Yeah. You know, I'd like to play the series. I played a demo or something? Yeah, maybe? I played a demo for the first one. Mm -hmm. And then the second one came to the Wii, right? I played that. Do what? I don't even remember I played that. You probably played it on PlayStation 3. There was a demo on I think PlayStation. Maybe I played it on the Wii U. Yeah, because I remember when they had the Bayonetta two mm -hmm. exclusive to the Wii U. Also came with one. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. So that might be where you played it. So there might have been a demo, and I just downloaded the demo. It's a lot like uh, Devil May Cry. Hmm? I mean, yeah. it was fun what I played, but I just didn't put the money down. Uh, speaking of awesome games, No More Heroes one and two could be coming to the Switch. But does that mean I'm going to go buy them? No, because I have them on my shelf, and I still have a Wii to play them. Yay. So, yay. I don't a Wii Classic. That's right. Marvel Spider-Man has hit record sales during launch. Did you hear that? I did. 3.3 million? Best-selling first-party game ever. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. It is amazing. Considering what they've had. Right. And this is the top-selling one ever well, now. Well, I mean... that. In its first week. Was it in the first week? That was in the first three oh, days. I just heard ever. Well, I mean, God of War has sold like 10 million. Then maybe it was first week. I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah, they didn't clarify. Yeah, because, you know, I people I think don't... I remember seeing the fastest selling. Maybe fastest selling. Yeah, first party um, PlayStation exclusive ever. Okay. That would make more sense. Yeah. Okay. But it still could reach. Oh, it could be. Yeah, it's probably going to be you mm. know, more than 10 million. And it's even uh, losing, not losing. Japan can't keep it on the shelves. Yeah, I've heard. So yeah. that's that's pretty awesome. You know, they're like Gaiaka, Gaiaka, Spider Man. Yeah. And oh, I overlooked one. I forgot. Well, let me finish this up while we're on the subject of Spider Man. Then we'll we'll bounce back. Well, we can do uh, the bombast bombastic bombastic Bagman. Is supposed to be a uh, downloadable suit in an upcoming DLC for Spider-Man. <laughs> Bagman? The Bagman. He's going to have a bag on his head? Yeah. Pretty much what right. it is, it's Spider-Man with a, with a paper bag on his head and wearing a Fantastic Four suit. Hmm. Now, the story is, this is where this came about, is he, this is when he had the Venom symbiote, like hmm. pre-Venom, and he learned that it was alive and he was trying to get it off. So he went to Mr. Fantastic for help to figure out what it is and what he needs to do to get it off because he's starting to freak him out. Right. So when he went to get it off of his body, Mr. Fantastic, you know, ran the test. He helped him get it off. But that was his suit. 
and he didn't want anyone to know who he was. So he's sitting there hiding his face, and he's like, I don't have a suit, I don't have any clothes, what am I supposed to do? So Spider-Man and the Human Torch are pretty good pals. Right. So he's like, hang on, man, I got you. So that's what he gives him for a costume to get him home. He gives him a paper bag and a Fantastic Four costume and says, there you go, buddy. And that's in all good fun to Johnny Storm poking fun at Peter. Or Spider-Man. He doesn't know he's Peter, but that was his uh, big middle finger like, ha-ha, gotcha, buddy. Uh, Nintendo Switch's online NES game channel has already been hacked. I wouldn't doubt it. They said that they, like the hacker that went in to check out the files, the emulation files, uh-huh. found out that they're just plain old .NES files you could get offline. <laughs> <laughs> so they they didn't create anything new. They just said, just take what's there. It's fine. Yeah, that's it. It's okay. Uh, Michael B. Jordan has been cast in Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six film series as John Clark. I don't know who that is. Who's John Clark? He's nobody. Okay. Is something that made up? And finally, a uh, animated series based on the Diablo game is coming to Netflix. Are you happy about that? I have no, no, no dog in that race. I don't, I don't really either. care. I've never played Diablo. So, I mean, if I hear it's a good show, then I might check it yeah. out. But I, I mean, it's it could be interesting because of just, this, I guess, all the stuff around Diablo. Hmm. So, we'll see. I don't know. I don't really care. Uh, next story I've got is Steam actually recently released its first adults-only game called Negligi, N-E-G-L-I-G-E-E, Negligi, mm-hmm. something like that. I don't know. I'm not even going to attempt that. Negligi Love Stories. That's what we're going to call it. Negligi Love Stories. Mm-hmm. It was immediately banned in 28 countries. <laughs> Now, this game does come with a disclaimer, a uh, warning of nudity and sexual content, and there's also an age verification gate that requires an account to log or account user to log in. Right. However, countries have or certain countries have enforced a ban that states that the game falls under specific bans within the countries or within their region. So, like, Japan doesn't allow the visibility of genitalia, so even they wouldn't have been able to see Batman's junk, you yeah. know, in their country. I forgot to mention about Batman's penis. Well, it's not really game-related, but we found a way to it's work okay. it in. Yeah. It's fine. We could see Batman's penis. Yeah. Uh, Russia forbids homosexual content, so that's out. And then, in less extreme cases, Germany actually requires age verification of such content before purchase, but Steam doesn't offer that. Henceforth, they will not allow the game. Now, the game's developer, Darker Studios, said it's willing to comply with these restrictions, even though it feels like there are others that do not adhere to these, but at least they're not being jerks about it and be like, well, we we don't have to, they don't do it. (laughs) Is that how they say it? Probably, you know, if, you, if you're going to be that kind of picky person who's just going to nitpick and be like, well, they don't do what we have to, then, mm. yeah, you would talk like that. So, all right, you ready for some Truth or Trash? I love Truth or Trash. I got three. Let's hear them. First one. The Nintendo 64 Classic will release this holiday season. Hmm. Hmm. This holiday season. Yeah, now, we just we just mentioned that the classic PlayStation is coming out too. Yeah. Would Nintendo be so bold? Yes. I'm going to say truth. Okay. I'm going to go with truth on that. All right. 
Mortal Kombat 11 is now in production. I would say, yeah, it's about that time. Okay. And finally, Rocksteady will announce Superman next year. Oh, man. You know, like, I go back and forth on Superman. Okay. I feel like, part of me feels yes, but then, like, a lot of me feels like no. I feel like they might go another way. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like it's time to let them do their own thing. Okay. So I'm going to say trash. All right. That's fair enough. And only because Superman has been hung out there for so long, and it's well, just nobody it, said anything. I mean, I do agree. I, I really wish, much like what Insomniac did with Spider-Man, uh-huh. you hand a company who understands the character. It doesn't have to be Rocksteady. It could be anybody. You find a video game company that says, I want to make the best Superman game possible. Like, we understand what it means to be Superman. Right. So what are we going to do to give you that true experience? And then do it. Right. How do you do it, though? Like, Superman, he can fly. So it's kind of hard to keep him... But I think that's that's what you need to do. You need yeah. to find a way to present him as Superman, make you feel like Superman should, mm-hmm. and then... Take it away. Yeah, find a way to take him down a peg, you right. know, throughout the game. So you get these characters who are kryptonite-based or something like that who are going to hurt him. But at first, you know, at the beginning of the game, let me be Superman. Let me be invincible mm-hmm. to everything. I know it just seems ridiculous, but that's what everyone wants. Allow me to fly over Metropolis all I want Mm -hmm. before you throw everything at me and make me feel mortal. You know, take that away. Give people that sense of godhood, then take it away. Yeah. That's what you need. That that would be an approach to making a Superman game. Think about it like that. Yeah. And then by the end of it, you're Superman again. You get to fly around and do whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Because th- that's the experience everybody wants. But if that's all you do throughout the entire game, yeah, it's going to get a little boring. You're going to be like, right. well, shit, that's all I'm doing. But you want that. I want to be able to start at one end of Metropolis to the other. Maybe even go farther and put Gotham on the other side. And you can just fly as fast as possible. Just gone, you know? <laughs> I wish you this was on video. See, you, I thought you were really going to fly right <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I agree. That's uh, exactly what they need to do. Mm-hmm. And, and Gotham being on another side would be kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of like the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, if they want to just find another city that you can explore, mm-hmm. maybe even put like a big bit of water in between them. That way it's not just a, an immediate hop over. Because right. again, if you want to portray Superman in such a way that he's fast, you want to really put that speed in there that mm-hmm. you can just go. Right. So, I don't know. Uh, ready for some weird news? Is there sex involved? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, I'm ready for Because you know what news. I'm going to bring up first, right? I don't know. I'm just going to act like I don't know. Okay, well, I guess the question on everybody's mind is, why does the president have a dick that looks like Toad from Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> Like, why was that the image we were all presented with? I don't know. They they really messed up Mario Kart for me. Yeah. Because that's what I'm seeing now. I'm seeing, like, little Trumpster hanging out, <laughs> driving this little go-kart. And, you know, what's even funnier, too, is I'm sure there's video out there. There has to be. But if there's not, 
and not not that I really want to go out there and make it, but you just think about him unzipping his pants, and then when he whips it out, he goes, ow, ow, you know, the little toad boy. If you eat it, though, like, you would, you'd grow. Yeah. You'd get big. Would you? Because well, it's, it's not toad. It's not a mushroom. It's toad. Well, I mean, they ain't what they make them out of. Like, little no, dead I toads. So. I don't think so. <laughs> it's just, no one ever wanted that, that vision in their head, but there it is. It's there it's now. It's there, and it's it's not. But she, at least at least she took the high road. She did say his penis wasn't, you know, like abnormally small. Mm-hmm. It was just small. It was just small, like the toad Mario. Yeah. <laughs> and what <laughs> what was funnier about the whole thing is the internet reaction. Like Twitter, people were like, "Mario Kart's trending." Oh, that's awesome! And then they find out why, <laughs> and they're like, "No, it's because of Joe's penis. <laughs> He's everywhere now." Yeah. That's the bad part. Yeah. Now he's in our video he, games. Now he's in our video games. Son of a bitch. <sighs> All right. At least I'm um, sexing it this week. Yeah, we're, we're going to move along from that. Now, I just... Th- this next one here, it's a little... It's... it's I don't want to call BS, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the, like, no one ever knew this before now because I really feel like this was not new news. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But this week on Twitter, Seth Rogen, my apparent lookalike, went and told everybody that he discovered an Easter egg in Duck Hunt that you could play it with two people. And by that, he means that you take a controller, plug it into the open port, Mm -hmm. and while someone is shooting ducks, the other person can control the ducks. And when he said that, I was like, yeah, and... I thought everybody knew that. Because I remember doing that mm-hmm. with my brother. I do too. And I was just, I don't know. Everybody who responded was like, what? Mind blown. I never knew. And, of course, everybody was just lit up about it. Like, it was just the newest news that had ever been dropped in the world of video games. And I'm like, I know I did this shit as a kid. So there's a ton of stuff that Nintendo does that a lot of people don't know about. Like, with Mario, if you can save your game. Mm-hmm. You, know, you hold the reset button and then hit the power button. Mm-hmm. You turn it, turn it back on. If you're on level eight one, you will start back at level eight one. Huh? Yeah, that's stuff like that. Have you ever done the uh, what was it? The small uh, fire brother trick? Mm-mm. Okay. It's a very. It sounds complicated, but it's all about timing. Fire brother. Yeah, but uh, you're you're small, but you have firepower. Uh-huh. Okay. So what you have to do is you have to get to Bowser on whatever level. I think 2-1 was the one that everyone was like, just just do that one because it's easier to get mm-hmm. to him. You have to reach him with no firepower, but you have to be big. Right. Okay. When you go to jump on the axe at the end of the bridge, you have to hit the axe... And the tip of his nose with your foot at the same time. So you'll jump and land on the axe. And then he'll kind of, you know, he's kind of coming at you mm-hmm. like that. You have to jump at just a moment where you'll be able to touch both at the same time. So technically you shrunk when you hit the the um, axe on the bridge to n- knock it down. Right. But you never shrink. You essentially kind of go into this phase where you look like you're uh, faded. Right. So you're kind of in this stuck state. So the next power you get will be a mushroom. It will shrink you. Then you can find a fire flower. It will give you the firepower. 
but you'll yeah. still be small. So then the rest of the game, you're reversed until you die. Pretty much. Well, that's cool. I've, yeah. never, I've never done that. Yeah. It's, I wonder who found that out. I don't know, but I've, I've known it for quite some time since, right. you know, I was in my youth. So it makes me wonder if I was to bring this, that up now, would yeah. the internet just go, what? I never you knew should, that. I was like, it. I just found it out yesterday. <laughs> I just did this yesterday. You yeah. should do it. Do it and let's try it. Okay. But I, honestly, seriously, I, I know this was a thing when I was a kid. I just thought it was something everybody yeah, knew. Yeah, I remember doing it with my, my cousins. Like yeah. we would. That was how you... Everything with Nintendo at the, at the time was, how do we play two-player? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It just it blew my mind how everybody went ballistic over this. And I was like, yeah, this is old news. Uh, and finally, someone thought that they saw Jim Carrey on the set of Sonic the Hedgehog. And they didn't. And what makes me angry about this is there was a lanky man, mm-hmm. old, had a beard... And obviously, because he had a beard, well, he has to be Jim Carrey. They just put a beard on him. But he don't have a beard right now. No, he doesn't. But, you know, this is the internet assuming. Gray-haired, old, and everything. And, you know, since there are no other actors, apparently, in the movie but Jim Carrey, it has yeah. to be him. And then, of course, they went, it doesn't look like Dr. Robotnik. That's just stupid. This is terrible. And it's like, but it's not even him. <laughs> it's not him. What are you getting mad about? Just stop. The internet is crazy. The internet just overreacts over nothing. Mm-hmm. Without doing research, we just take it as it is, and then they react. Well, that's why Trump's in office. Exactly. <laughs> Fake news. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what that was. Yep. I'm sorry, I needed some ice. That's okay. I'm a little dry from the beer. The beer does I'm that. I'm trying to rehydrate. Yeah, how was the field? Did it look nice? Hmm? Did the field look nice? Mm-hmm. Awesome. I was expecting it to be very wet because of the rain and whatnot. It should drain pretty good. Mm-hmm. Those fields drain really well. I'm sure the uh, grass was pretty drunk by the time everybody was done. <laughs> and a lot of beer getting spilled. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I don't want to get off on too much of a tangent talking about the beer festival, but there's just there's a moment where you either can't finish it or you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And there were a few that it was just like, I'm not drinking this shit. <laughs> Did you drink some that tasted like bug spray? Dude, yeah. There was one that was just what it was it was called? terrible. Okay? Like, about all the beers that were there that I drank, and I was just like, eh, it's not for me. There was one that I just said, this is terrible. And it was called World's Fair. I think it was the brand. They didn't even have anything on their tent, <laughs> like, to promote who they were. Right. They just said, we're World's Fair. And we're like, okay, well, let's see what you got. I took a sip. I was like, what? And then took another one just to make sure it wasn't just me. I was like, oh, God, this is horrid. <laughs> this is terrible beer. Did you drink you some fat-ass beer? They weren't there. I oh, didn't they, see them. That, was, that one got me. It tasted yeah. like bug spray. No, they weren't there. I was. Now that you mentioned it, I didn't recall seeing them at all. But I did meet some pretty good people, schmoozed with a few of them, mm-hmm. and uh, handed out some cards. So we'll see cool. how that goes. Uh, are you ready for your favorite segment? I'd buy that for a dollar. I'm so ready. Like, I figured that this would be where the Mini came in. No, 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 no. I, I mean, the Mini was a bit more of a, you know, just a regular yeah. thing. But this, this is where I'm going to get you. So, let's see. Do you have some really good things that I might buy this week? I've only got one. Okay. But 
this is actually part of a growing trend that seems to be going all over for the last few weeks, so I'm glad I'm kind of coming back to you. Do you think I'm going to buy it? In fact, might have been the last four weeks. Well, it depends. You may be. You might have some interest in it, so we'll see. Now, Fallout 76 is right around the corner, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been talking about it in this segment for the last three or four weeks, I think. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, what did I try to sell you last? Um, I believe... I know it was a Fallout something. Uh, was it a suit of arm? Wasn't it their power suit? Was it a power suit? I don't know. I can't remember exactly. I feel like I remember something about a power suit. Could have been. Maybe a helmet? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It was something interesting. Anyway. It was something in the Fallout universe. The game's around the corner. All right. Now, how awesome would it be if you could host your very own launch party? Think that would be cool? Here's how you're going to do it. Tell me more. Okay. Here's how you're going to do it. First, we're going to go back to the last few weeks, the weeks that you missed, and you're going to go get you some of that dark nuka rum. You want some of that? Yeah, nuka rum. So is that is that in the game now? Nuka rum and not nuka cola. Well, this is a specialized nuka rum Mm -hmm. or a rum designed in the nuka cola bottle. You Mm -hmm. know, with the rocket ship and everything, and uh, it's just a nice dark rum, about uh, thirty proof. Where can I get it? Uh, Your local liquor store. I gotta go get one then. Okay. So you got you get you some of that, mm-hmm. then you want to go and get you a Nuka Quantum Cola lamp. Yeah, that glows. You know, and right. it glows with that nice blue, mm-hmm. so you can light up your party and everything right. with that. So now you got your rum, you got the light. But what else are you going to do to kind of amp this up a little bit? Well, you're going to feed your guests some proper Fallout food using the official Vault Dwellers cookbook. Hmm. Mm-hmm. With over 70 Vault Tech approved recipes like Blamco mac and cheese, Mole Rat Wonder Meat, and Baked Bloat Fly, your official release party will be the place to be when Fallout 76 drops. How much would you pay? I mean, right now, not a lot because they're not really telling me. Are they giving me all that stuff? These recipes will be in the book. So I'm just really just buying this book. Yeah, you, the the rum you have to get separately, the lamp you get separately, the book that tells you how to make these wonderful dishes. Do you want this cookbook of Fallout recipes? Man, I would pay $20. $20? For a book, yeah. <sighs> well, I guess I'm not selling it to you today because, I mean, this is this is a great thing, and it's got to go for the going price of $35. Oh, okay. I guess, okay. Okay. Yeah, how many recipes are in it? 70 Okay, I could see it being 35 bucks. I mean, that's 50 yeah. cents a recipe. I would buy it. Good. I'm glad. If I was going to do a launch party. If I'm not doing a launch party, then I'm not buying it. Unless there's some kind of health merit to the food. Mm-hmm. Well, good. I'm glad you approve. Yeah, I can't wait good. to trace your bloated baked bloat fly. Bloat fly. Oh, I want to know what they do. I know there's no really a, not really a bloat fly. So what do they do to substitute that? It's like I don't know. Reese's peanut butter cups and something else. Yeah. Hmm. I'm getting my eyes on again. Time for some release dates. Let's do it. All right. We got Dakar 18, PS4, PC, and Xbox One. The Escapist Complete Edition for the Nintendo Switch. Guyana Sisters Twisted Dreams Ultimate Edition. Get it? Like <laughs> Owl mm-hmm. for the Nintendo Switch. New Gundam Breaker for PC. South Park, The Stick of Truth for the Nintendo Switch. 
This is the Police 2 for PS4 and Xbox One. This is the Police. This is the Police 2. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Valkyria. 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 I'm saying it. Valkyria Chronicles 4 for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. That's a big game, I think. Mm-hmm. V Rally 4 for PC. And. Huh. Well, I'm going to say maybe. This is tentative. Telltale's The Walking Dead, <laughs> episode two, may come out on the 25th. I don't know why they're not just going to release this Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, it's there. I don't know. So if it doesn't come out, I, I'm just letting you know it may not come out. But if it does, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, maybe. maybe. So we'll see. Uh, September 27th, we have Jagged Alliance Rage for PC. Life is Strange 2, Episode 1, comes out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And then Pig Eat Ball for PC. You played that. I did. You played that. I watched you play it. It looked like a kind of a cross between mm-hmm. like uh, Pac-Man and... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I felt like... You remember there, there were a lot of elements to it. Yeah, Pac-Man it, was really the one that stood out. But there yeah. were other puzzle-style elements yeah. to it that... I'd have to play it again to remember what exactly, but Pac-Man one, like, was the... Lolo's Quest pops yeah. in my head. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that wouldn't be too far off. Yeah. Uh, and September 28th, we have Dragon Ball Fighter Z for the Nintendo Switch. FIFA 19 for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, which I thought that came out already. What was it? FIFA 19? No, it's not out yet. Hmm. They've had demos, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and Namco Museum Arcade Pack for the Nintendo Switch. All right, and now I know what time you're excited for. It is time for... What the hell did you just say? I got a few good ones for you. I had, to, I had to sort a little bit because, I don't know, some of them just didn't quite stand out. Man, well, we've but, done a lot of them. I think we got so. some good ones. I think we got some good ones. All right, first one. A top-down job, blood gain. A top-down job, blood gain. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm 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 thinking a old school style like a Grand Theft Auto Two top down type game. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Like, and you're gonna like rob banks and stuff. Okay. And you're you're the blood gang. That's your group. Gotcha. Chocolate makes you happy. Halloween. Oh, it's kind of like a. I'm gonna go with like a kind of like a Pac-Man type. You have chocolate everywhere. Mm-hmm. You just go eat it. And, and you have a happy meter. Okay. And you have to get happy to get to the level. What does Halloween fit in? It's Halloween. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Galactic Tree Frog. This is in the vein of Gecko. Remember those old Gecko games? Mm-hmm. You are the Galactic Tree Frog, and it's a side-scrolling platformer. Okay. And you have to save um, the princess. She's just a toad. You know, mm-hmm. She's ugly, but you think she's cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you have a a, 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 a a warp blaster. Gotcha. That's your blaster. Mm-hmm. All right. Jesus puzzle. <laughs> Why did they name this game Jesus puzzle? I don't know. You tell me. What Maybe it's like Jesus puzzle. You know, puzzle? Like Jesus uh, <laughs> exclamation mark. It's like a hard puzzle. Jesus puzzle. It's a Christian puzzle game. You have to get all the books of the Bible to get your parts hmm. in order. <laughs> you slide them into place. And if you get done, it's a picture. It's Jesus' face. Okay. And you're blessed with all the beautiful bounty that comes with Jesus. 
Cat Fu Me. Cat Fu Me. Hmm. Mm. It's a it's it's a it's a cat dating simulator. Okay. Yeah, sounds like that. Mm-hmm. It's not safe for work either. <laughs> Stalin versus Putin. Damn, that's exactly what it sounds like. It's like Rock'em Sock'em Robots, mm-hmm. and it's one of you's Stalin and one of you's Putin. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a cell phone game. Gotcha. Uh, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> this has Batman in it. All right. <laughs> no, it's a... Uh, I want to say, I bet you... Th- I, I would say this is a wrestling game. Okay. I think it's a wrestling game, and... It's it's not um, affiliated with any wrestlers at all, and it's they're trying to copy the was that ring that wrestling ring that came there was it fire wrestlers was it ring of fire wrestling something like that yeah yeah they're going to try and copy that okay and they're not going to do a good job gotcha so catastronauts this is cat astronauts okay. And there's uh, they got to go and save the mice have tried to eat the entire moon All right. because it's green cheese, mm-hmm. and they have to stop them. Okay, so they're cat astronauts. Wheelbarrow warrior. Oh shit! Do you know what these games are? I don't. You just looked. I really don't. I just see the name. Yeah. Because I spotted Pig Eat Ball as I was doing this, I was like, "No, that's a legit game. I remember that one." (laughs) I wonder how many of these are at packs that we we're not at. Well, you see, I would I would hope that we actually saw them and took notice. Well, I mean, you wonder like with Pax West being last week, Mm -hmm. were some of the wonder how many of these games were there? Don't know. Because there was a lot of weird games, you know, like Puss. What was the name of this one? Wheelbarrow Warrior. Oh, it's... This is a... Okay, it's like top-down, and your dude's pushing you, and it's kind of like those old helicopter games. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's top-down, and you're shooting at the screen, and you can collect power-ups, and your guy in the front's gun changes as you go, and you're trying to shoot, I don't know, different enemies that could be in the backyard. You can think of them. that could be bugs, moles. Okay. Humdrum Experiences. Come drum humdrum oh, okay it was a different game <laughs> humdrum experience hmm I'm, I'm just gonna, this is the one i'm gonna take a pass on okay what do you think it is uh it's boring it's, it's okay. very humdrum yeah this is <laughs> uh, typing game this is like those old typing games where your dude, like, you remember Super run, super Jumper? Mm-hmm. You type all the words and he jumps? Mm-hmm. It's that. Okay. It, except it's on your cell phone. Gotcha. Keyhole Spy Hot Nurses. Oh, this is totally one of those Japanese games <laughs> that you look through the... It's creepy as fuck. <laughs> you, your dude, you can actually hear him breathe. Mm. <laughs> As you look through the keyhole with these nurses that are changing, mm-hmm. and you have to, you, okay, here it is. You can, you're looking around the hospital. Mm-hmm. You could look in any kind of room. It could be anything. Okay. You don't want to get caught. People are walking around. There's a guard, mm-hmm. and you could really look in. You might accidentally look in a dude's room. Okay. And see dong. You don't want to see dong. You, if you see dong, it takes like your meter down. Gotcha. Unless you play as a woman. Okay. And then Bush is going to take your meter down. Gotcha. Yeah. You mean George Bush, right? No, George is the is the guard. Gotcha. Uh, Miss Squeaker's home for the sick. 
Jesus. Tiny Build makes this game, and it's um, <laughs> it's a game where you uh, populate a nursing home. <laughs> uh, but they're all mice. They're gotcha. older mice. Gotcha. The hot dog would explode. Gosh, damn it. The hot dog would explode, mm-hmm. but you did something to keep it from exploding, and okay. you got to figure that out. There's nothing. It's in a room. Mm-hmm. It's one of those games where you have a hot dog in the middle with a counter, right. and it's going to explode. You know it is. Because okay. it just gets bigger and bigger, so it's pulsating any time. One mm-hmm. time it runs up, boom. But you have all these clothes in a room, and you got to figure out something, some way. There's something in there that stops the, the hot dog from blowing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that's it. Five seconds of bad music. And you got to figure out what the song is. Okay. And finally... Park the car. Oh, this is totally like a valet simulator. Okay. And you have to you have limited space, but you gotta figure out how to get all the cars in there or you ruin the party. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I would actually probably play that last one <laughs> if it was like that. All right. Are you ready for our uh, final segment of the week? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. it's good to be back, first off. Let me well, tell you I'm that. Glad to have you back. Yeah. Uh we're actually gonna do a retrospective. This week, uh, back on episode 50, we took a look back at the long-forgotten video game company once known as LJN. Now, they were notoriously known for releasing hack job video games, and when you look back on their history, you can see why. (laughs) Now, this week, we're looking into another defunct game company that actually had a few hits, but apparently not enough to keep the lights on. And in light of recent events with Telltale Games, you kind of wonder if there's not a lesson in there somewhere right. as well. So There's probably a pattern. This company was known as Data East. Yeah, I remember yeah. mm-hmm. Now, in previous retro reviews, I've actually talked about a few of their titles, like Karnov and Cobra Command, but they weren't exactly breakout hits that changed the industry. So what led to their downfall? First, let's look back at where they began. Now, the company was first founded in 1976 by Tetsuo Fukuda as an arcade game manufacturer. Their first game was called Jackalot, and it was released in 1977, but was a uh, metal-based game, like metals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, It was formatted kind of like Blackjack, and it was only really meant for business use. Six months later, they actually released Super Break, which was their first real video game in the market. In 1979, they established a U.S. division of the company in California trying to keep up with competitors like Sega and Tatao. Tatao? Tatao. Tatao. Taito. Taito. There we go. I said it right. (laughs) You know, they did, uh, what was it called? Bust-A-Move and Bubble Bobble. Oh, okay. I remember Bubble Bobble. Yeah. That's the two little dragons, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, Data East's first major arcade title was Astro Fighter, and that released in 1980. Do you remember that game? I don't think so. I don't remember it either. That one didn't quite stand up. Uh, Data East continued to pump out games in arcades, even though this was during the infamous video game crash of 1983. I think we actually brought that up in the LGN retrospective. That might be something we need to kind of look over on as well. That might be an interesting story to cover. Now, the uh, titles like Burger Time, Bump and Jump, Heavy Barrel, and Karate Champ were arcade mainstays that could actually be found just about everywhere. In karate fact, Champ, is that the red and the white dude fighting each other? It was. Dude, I had that on a computer. In fact, Karate Champ 
was the industry's first successful fighting game that influenced many modern fighting game standards. That game was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was hard, too. Oh, yeah. Conversely, it was actually the subject of a lawsuit between Data East and another video game company called Epics Incorporated, where Data East alleged that Epics game International Karate infringed on Karate Champ's copyright. I've never even heard of International Karate, <laughs> so apparently it sucked. Uh, Data East not only made their ga- own games, but even purchased licenses from other companies like Capcom to sell their own arcade games. Like, I think they released Kid Nicky, which is one of their games in arcades. I uh, it wasn't until 1986 that Data East actually jumped into the console market and released B-Wings for the Japanese Famicom. They did actually have two other titles ported over from arcades prior to this, but this is their very first original title. They would actually go on to port over other successful arcade titles to home consoles, as well as create new titles like Caveman Games, Werewolf the Last Warrior, and Joe and Mac. Joe and Mac. Mm-hmm. Was there... It was on the oh, Super I think, Nintendo. I think of Mac and Me, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they actually made games for numerous home consoles like the NES, Super NES, Neo Geo, PlayStation 1, Sega Saturn, and even the short-lived Wonder Swan. You remember that? No. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> what? What does it look like? I don't... I have I'm no idea. Look that up while I'm, while I'm still going. Uh, even though they had actually begun to make the move to home consoles, they were still producing content for arcades. In fact, in 1987, they began making pinball machines and actually were the first manufacturers to include stereo sound on their machines as well as the first to use dot matrix displays. Most of their pinball machines were focused on licensed properties like Star Wars, Batman, The Simpsons, and even Robocop, which was a character they also made home console games for. And here's where the lesson starts, I believe. The licensing of these high-profile properties actually began putting a hurt on the company's finances. In an attempt to course-correct this, Data East sold their pinball division to Sega in 1994, despite it being the world's second-largest pinball manufacturer, holding a quarter of the market at the time. Mm God, big mistake. Yeah. Even though Data East was best known for video games, the company had always been quietly involved in other numerous engineering projects, producing things like satellite phones, image transmission equipment, and even electrocardiogram equipment. They even developed the world's first portable fax machine known as the Datafax. The Datafax. Mm-hmm. How about that? Now, by the end of the 1990s, the company's future was looking pretty grim. The U.S. division of the company was liquidated with no official announcement even being made. They just shut it down, much like something else we heard this week. Uh, The company then withdrew from the arcade industry entirely in 1998, and this was with a debt of 3.3 billion yen. The company restructured to focus on their engineering projects, but it wasn't enough to help the company remain viable, and it led to Data East declaring bankruptcy in 2003. NAFTA put them out of business, too. Mm -hmm. Everyone blames it on NAFTA. (laughs) Now, prior to the bankruptcy, some of the game's uh, video games, or company's video games, had been sold to other companies, but afterwards, the remaining libraries of games were sold to uh, various companies... Uh, that 
I did not write down, and I don't think there was any reason to, so screw it. Uh, the company's founder, Tetsuo Fukuda, is actually now the chairman of a small Japanese software developer called Urima. I hope I'm saying that right. It doesn't matter. And they produce equipment for uh, medical facilities and stuff like that. But as we've kind of seen with Data East, seen with LGN, downfall of these companies come down to bad financial decisions. And even from what we saw here, I feel like what happened to them is very reminiscent of what you were mentioning with Telltale. You're you're paying out the nose for these high-profile properties to make money, and yet they're hemorrhaging... Your finances, right? Because you're after a name, and yeah, they you did. Have to keep they they stopped. For that. It's not like a one-time pay. Yeah, exactly. So, I feel like this was timely in a, in a way, you know, without even realizing it when I chose it. There's there's a lesson to be had here. I mean, it's it's not a bad idea to license this stuff out. I don't think, but you have to understand that you can't just keep doing that. If you're spending more money than you're bringing back. And they had, what, tons. Walking yeah. Dead, Batman, yeah, Guardians I mean, of the Galaxy. Every one of their games Tales was, from the Portlands. Every one of their games was some kind of other property. Mm-hmm. A license. Did, they didn't have one original game. Sam yeah. and Max. Yeah, I guess yeah, I guess they did. Sam and Max. Well, they need to do a little bit more of Sam and Max. Because... I'm done. Yeah. But anyway, while I can't say that I would love to see any of Data East games return, bad, I wouldn't say one, that... Wasn't Bad Dudes one of them? Bad Dudes, yeah. I would and, love uh, to see like, the version of that game now. Didn't they do like Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja or something like that? I don't know. But I'd like to see somebody take Bad Dudes and turn it into something else. Yeah, I mean, I'm not against it. I mean, I'd be kind of curious to see what modern-day Karnov would look like. Maybe yeah. even a revival of Joe and Mac, because that was a fun little game. And uh, who knows, maybe we could see Karate Champ redefine the genre once more. I would love to play that game, just the (laughs) old version of that game. Yeah. Like, what would you do today to make Karate Champ stand apart? I mean, it would just be Street Fighter. (laughs) But, like, I just remember, I would always want to be the red guy, you know? So I'm sitting there with the red guy, like, and you would do that little short jump kick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would always hit the ground, and when I would hit the ground, the white dude would just kick me in the face. Yeah. It would happen every time. And knock my dude out. And then, you know, I would, God forbid, it would be a tie, and then you go to the brick break. I never could break it all the way down. My dude would hit, and it would go, crack, 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 crack. And I would be like six bricks short, right? When the, of course, he would break all the bricks. Mm-hmm. Every time. Every time. Ice Get a tickle back in my throat. And ice got to you. It did. Well, see, the ice was keeping it back. And now I'm out of ice. It's trying to creep up. But hey, you know what? That's our show. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. It feels good to get back into the swing of things, get the show back. I, I, I missed it. Yeah, but you know what? We all need a break sometimes. Yeah, and you, you had some fun. Yeah, I had fun. I hurt my back before I went. So, like, I walked 25,000 steps a day, and, like, where I hurt my back, it affected my left leg. Mm. I literally walked around like a hunchback, like, (laughs) dragging my foot the entire time for the first four days. It was not fun, but, No, I can imagine. That sucked. But I rode every roller coaster. I did not care. I I just pretty much, everybody was like, put your hands up. It's like, can't put my hands up. (laughs) I gotta hold on tight, and like everything's gotta be tight so I don't, you know, jostle around and mm. break my back. But you know, who cares? That's good. It's all in the name of my little girl having fun, and she had a ball. That's good. That's all that matters. She was my. She called us road dogs. She's like, Daddy, we're road dogs. 
We just go and do stuff. Just go and do it all. I said, what are you and mama? She said, peaches. <laughs> okay. Peaches, though. You're all peaches. Fair enough. Well, we'd like to thank everyone for listening every week. Your uh, love and support is greatly appreciated. You ever want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions, or you can go to pencil and paper productions.podbean.com. With every um, like donation, we don't put it in there, but you get a digital hug. Like I'll, I'll hug you digitally. And hey, if you support our show, we'll shout your name out every week yeah. and just let everyone know how awesome you are. Yeah. All five people listening can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to uh, hit us up and tell us what you'd like to hear us talk about, maybe you've got a discussion. We actually had a pretty good discussion about uh, with, a, with a fan or with a fellow guest. I meant to say, of course, this is not on the, a podcast. <laughs> but it just shows that we can have conversations. Yeah. Uh, last week about uh, a story about... Michael B. Jordan being Superman and, and Henry Cavill being out of Superman because we, we'd kind of brought it up is, is for some happening? reason. Huh? Is that happening? No. Okay. It's just something that got brought up and then that opened up a door of other questions. But we had a pretty good discussion about it. Very respectful conversation. But if you want to chime in on things like that, you want to tell us what you think about these yeah. stories that we talk about every week, you can find us on Twitter at Crash, or you can just send us a hateful email or maybe a respectful one at that. I would prefer respectful. Yeah, if you do a hateful one, I'm still going to send you a digital hug because mm-hmm. you sound like you need one. That's right. But you can reach us there at supermegacrash at gmail.com. And you can listen to this and other podcasts on the pencil and paper. Pen, uh, I'm going to try that again. Yeah. You can listen. I don't have it written down. That's what the problem is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have my notes. Uh, but you can listen to this podcast and others on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. YouTube. We're everywhere now. We're on everywhere. YouTube also. Yeah, and, and YouTube. We're everywhere. Everywhere. Wherever like you Santa find Claus. podcasts, you're going to find us. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. I'm Todd Stark. Join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on! Pencil and Paper Podcast Network Production.